Okay, good afternoon, everybody. <coughs> we are continuing uh, the Shirim regarding the mitzvah of Kriyachma. Last week, we discussed the topic, what is Kriyachma Minatora and what is Midrabanan? Meaning, is there an obligation from the Torah for us to recite Kriyachma every day or not? We saw uh, quite a radical opinion um, of Tosvot uh, which is quite explicit in some, some opinions in the Gemara, that the mitzvah of Kriyat Shema is only mid Rabbanan. And everything that we say about B'Shoch B'chal B'Kumecha, etc., is referring to the mitzvah of Talmud Torah, that a person has to learn Talmud Torah once a day, uh, but the obligation to hone in on the three paragraphs of Shema, Bayayim Shema, and Bayomer is all the Rabbanan. That is the opinion of Tosvot, we don't paskin like Tosfot. We paskin like the other Rishonim that say that Kriyachma is Doraita. But when we discuss what is Doraita, we then saw that there was a three-way machloket, what that is. According to the Rashba, the, only the first Pasuk itself is Minat Torah. Everything else is Midrabana. We saw Shittat Rashi, famous Shittat of Rashi, and also Rabbeinu Yonah, that the first paragraph is Midoraita, Everything else is Midrabanan. And then we saw a, a quite a radical shita of Rav Moshe Feinstein, who uh, backed up by the uh, pre, uh, earlier uh, Achron, the pre-Chadash, who wanted to say that the first two paragraphs are Midoraita. And it seems that everyone agrees that the third paragraph is Midoraita. It's just a question of, is it a Din Mitzvah Kriyachma or an independent Mitzvah of Zecher of Zechirat Yetziat Mitzrayim. Um, I mentioned just in a nutshell that according to the Rambam, it seems, it seems that the mitzvah of Zechirat Yetziat Mitzrayim is part and parcel of the mitzvah of Kriyachma, meaning it is a, uh, um, if you want to, what is the mitzvah of Kriyachma? The mitzvah of Kriyachma is Kabbalat Ol Machut Shamayim. What does it mean, Kabbalat Omachot Shamayim, that we accept the, the, the HaKadosh Baruch Hu is in charge of the world, that we accept his yoke upon the world? So we know that in general, there are two major ideas. Number one, Hashem created the world. And number two, uh, Hashem runs the world, meaning he is involved with the world. The Greek philosophers said maybe Hashem created the world, but they didn't believe he was his involvement with the world. So when, when we talk about Kabbalat Omachut Shamayim, we talk about both these facets. Hashem created the world. He controls the world. He runs the world. He's involved with the world. And that can be seen by Yitziat Mitzrayim. Right? Yitziat Mitzrayim is the de facto proof that Akash Baruch Hu is involved and runs the world. And that's what the Sefer Akuzari points out. We don't say, Anuchi Hashem Elokecha, Hashem Olam. I'm the world who create, I'm the God who created the world. Who took you out of Egypt to teach us this principle. Not only does the Baruch Hu, uh, create the world, but he also is involved with the world. So it could be that according to the Rambam's formulation, although there is a separate mitzvah of it's also part of the mitzvah of uh, part of the mitzvah of Kriyachma, because in the end of the day, it fulfills a, 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 a very important um, principle in Kabbalat al And then obviously the third 
concept of Kabbalat Omachut Shamaim is Torah Min Shamaim and Schar Ba'onesh, as Sefer Ikarim points down, which is also included in the second paragraph, which is called Kabbalat Mitzvot. Okay, that's up until now, just a very uh, brief um, understanding of what's going on with the Mahatishonim, what is Dorat and what is the Rabbanan. But obviously, we are still going to say all of Kriyachma. And now we want to deal with something else. And that is what intention, what kavana is needed to fulfill the obligation. So let's assume that there is an obligation to recite Kriyachma. Let's assume that according to most poskim, this obligation is Mida Oraita. Now the question is how does one fulfill that obligation? The Mishnah tells us in Masech Rachot. Person was just reading a Sefer Torah, and the time for Kriyatma arrives. In if he had intention, he has fulfilled his obligation. But if not, he didn't fulfill his obligation. Now, it's quite clear from this Gemara, from this Mishnah, that one needs intention in order to fulfill the mitzvah. The question is, the, the Mishnah is not explaining to us what the word kavana means. What does it mean intention? So there are two basic, two basic um, understandings of what we could define kavana. The truth is that there are probably three, um, but let's stick with two for the, for the meantime, because as you'll see, the Mishnah Burah gives us two definitions. So for at, at least at this part of the share, we're gonna go with two definitions. Possibility number one, is that I'm in, I have intention to fulfill the mitzvah, meaning I'm cognizant of the fact that I'm doing Ritzon Hashem. I'm doing the will of Hashem. Hashem told me to do X and I'm doing X. Possibility number two, when I say I have to have intention, is that that's not good enough. It's not good enough that I have in mind to, I'm now doing what Akash Baruch Hu asked me to do. But each mitzvah has a certain reason behind it or, or deeper understanding to that mitzvah. And that is what it's saying. For example, regarding Kriyat Shema, the idea behind the mitzvah is Kabbalat Omachut It's not just reciting the words. It's, it's accepting the yoke of heaven upon me. So perhaps that is the kavanah, the intention that is needed in order to, for me to fulfill my obligation. So let's see, now, now let's focus on the first, um, first definition. Mitzvot trichot kavana, generally we assume is not on the specific mitzvah, the, you know, the deeper understanding of that mitzvah, but do I have to be cognizant of the fact that I'm now fulfilling God's wish, God's obligation, this is what God told me to do, or as long as I actually fulfill the action, that is good enough. And this, as we'll see, is a machloket throughout Shas regarding all 613 mitzvot. So we're going to first examine the broad machloket. Do mitzvot require kavanah, intention or not? And then we'll have to see whether Kriyat Shema is an exception to that rule or not. So let's begin. The Gemara in Masechet Rosh Hashanah, the famous Gemara in Daf Chavchet, tells, This they sent, emissaries sent to the father of Shmuel. 
They tied the guy down. They strapped him to a chair. They opened his mouth and they fed him matzah. On Lela said it. They, they literally poured the matzah down his throat. So, so says the Rashi tells us in brackets here, the guy had no intention of fulfilling his obligation. Nevertheless, Yatsa says the Gemara, he's fulfilled his obligation. What do we learn from this? Amar Rava says, Zotomeret, from this halachic ruling, I understand Hatoker Lashir Yatsa. A person on Rosh Hashanah is blowing the shofar just because he would likes to hear the musical instrument called the shofar. Yatsa, he fulfills his obligation, even though he had no intention of fulfilling the mitzvah of the day. Alma Kasava Rava, we see from here that Rava understands mitzvot ein trichot kavana. Mitzvot do not require intention. And over here, the intention is what? To be, to be cognizant of the fact that I'm doing this action because Akash Baruch Hu commanded me to do it. According to Rabbi, as long as I actually physically did the action, that's good enough. That's good enough. I do not need to say I'm doing this action for the sake of Akash Baruch Hu because Akash Baruch Hu commanded me. That is the opinion of Rabbi. Says the Gemara, ATV. But we bring a contradiction from the Mishnah that we saw about. A person who is just reading the Sefer Torah and he's reading the Parish of Shema and the time of Shema arrives. The Mishnah told us that if he had intention, he fulfilled his obligation. If not, not. Clearly, we see from this Mishnah that you need intention in order to fulfill the mitzvah of Kriyat Shema. It says the Gemara, you, you misunderstood the Mishnah. He has to have intention to be doing the action of reading. Also, Gemara, Likrot, Hakakari. What do you mean? He's reading. Says the Gemara, No, he wasn't really reading. When a person reads, when he's trying to correct a Sefer Torah, he doesn't read in the normal way of reading. He, he can pronounce each letter. So instead of um, saying the word anochi, uh, you say meaning you're trying to pronounce each letter and therefore it's not a person listening. It's very difficult to actually follow what the person's saying. It's not a clear uh, act of reading. It's an act of, of editing. And therefore, says the Gemara, no, you have to, in order to fulfill the obligation, the mission was telling you that you have to fulfill the mitzvah of saying it as is usually said. And if that is the true reading of the Mishnah, then we don't have a contradiction to the opinion of Rabbah. And then Rabbah is basically sound and saying, mitzvot ain't I do not need intention to fulfill the obligation. I just need to fulfill the specific action. Uh, However, Rabbi Zaira said to his servant, have intention when you blow the shofar for me. We see from here that according to Rabbi Zaira, the person who is blowing 
has to have intention to fulfill the obligation, implying that according to Rabbi Zeira, mitzvot srichot kavana. So to summarize, do mitzvot require a, a, a kavana? Machloket between Rava and Rabbi Zeira. According to Rava, mitzvot enan srichot kavana. Now this is a very powerful opinion because generally in halacha, we say halacha karova because rova is batra. Rova is generally considered like the later generation and we generally paskanakim. On the other hand, Rab, Rabbi Zaira says, no, we do need uh, mitzvot shrichot kavana. How do we paskan? And remember, this has far-reaching uh, um, ramifications because this basically, every mitzvah that we do, if we don't have intention, uh, depending on whether we're paskan like Rab or Rabbi Zaira, it's going to have huge implications. So says the Beit Yosef in Orachaim, Siman Tap Kuf Tet. Lo Hebi Divrei Rava. The Rif did not bring down the words of Rava, Ella Divrei Rabbi Zeira. And that, by the way, is a pele. The fact that the Rif ignores the Shrita of Rava and he passes like Rabbi Zeira says Darshaini, but that was the opinion of the Rif. The Kataba Rosh and the Rosh writes, the Hainam the Don't think that the Rif just forgot about it because the Halacha follows Rabbi Zeira. And Afal Gav, the Rabbi Vahanach, the Shalchulav, were the Shmuel Sabri Mitzvot and Anshikot Kavana. Even though Rabbi and the father of Shmuel says that Mitzvot do not need intention, Hilchata Karabi Zeira. The halacha follows Rabbi Zeira. So here we have three biggies. The Rif, the Rosh, and the Bahag. So the, 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 the Yerushalmi says, if you have intention, you fulfill your obligation. So you see from Yah that you need to have intention. This is a bit controversial because the much has been written about the shit of the Rambam in Mitzvot Shichot Kavana. Um, there can be seeming contradictions within the shit of the Rambam, but the Beit Yosef seems to Paskin. He understands that the Rambam is in the camp with the Rif. Mitzvot Shichot Kavana, simple. Avadat the Kaimelan Mitzvot and Shichot Kavana. There are many goinim who say that, and this is the opinion of the Rashba. Okay, so we've got, we got kind of heavy camps over here. On the one hand, we have the Rif, the Bahag, the Rosh, and the Rambam, according to the Beit Yosef. That's the shit of the Rambam. They all need Kavana. On the other hand, you have goinim and the Rashba who say otherwise. So what are we passing on Lachla Maitse? Uleinyan Halacha. Keivanda Rif, Rambam, Rosh, Maskimin, the Mitzvot, Shichot Kavana. This is a beautiful example of where the Beit Yosef, Rav Yosef Karo, implements his own rule that he sets at the beginning of the Sefer. The, um, the Beit Yosef says, whenever I'm going to base my psak on the ruling of these three Gadoilim, the Rif, the Rambam, and the Rosh, and since of yeah, all of them are in the same camp, he paskins with quite radical ramifications, mitzvot trichot kavanah. That means that if you didn't have kavanah, perhaps you're going to have to go and repeat the mitzvah. Okay? That's just one possible example. 
Let's see how he passes in the Shulchan Aruch. In Orachaim, Siman Samech, Yesh Omrim She'en Mitzot Tzrichot Kavana. The Yesh Omrim She'en Tzrichot Kavana. Some say that you don't need it, some say that you do need it. Sorry, the age of Shetzrichotkavana, some say that you do need it. And this is the halacha that we do need intention in order to fulfill our obligation. Now, explain the Mishnah, the Mishnah Bura. What does it mean that we need intention? There are two separate types of Kavana when we're referring to a mitzvah. The first possibility is kavanat halev mitzvah atzma to under the deeper, let's call it the deeper understanding of the actual mitzvah. Why I'm shaking the lulav, why I'm uh, um, blowing the shofar, when I'm reciting all of that, let's call it the deeper understanding and connecting to the mitzvah. The second definition of kavanah is It means I'm doing Ratzon Hashem. Why am I reciting these verses now on, uh, on a Wednesday morning? Hashem told me to. I'm fulfilling the mitzvah of Kriyachma. Did I understand what I said? Did I, did I think about Kabbalat Omachut Shamayim? No. I just said, you know, Baruch wanted me to do X. I'm doing X. And now says the Mishnah Baruch, the kavanata mitzvah is karvasif zeh. That which the Shulchan Aruch paskans that we need to have intention in order to fulfill our mitzvah. Ain't alui klau be kavanata leiv le mitzvah atzma she yikaven belibo le mashu motzi mipiv. Ba'al yelaher bilbo zvarim achirim. It's not referring to the deeper understanding of the actual mitzvah Kagon and 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 you know like understanding what we're reciting etc. Kagon Now he puts in parentheses similar to the mitzvah of kriyat shema tefila birkat amazon and kiddush. everyone agrees that lechatchila one should have intention. But the eved im But the if you didn't have that intention, you fulfilled the obligation. He's giving us a whole shear now on Kriyatma. We, we, we were trying to keep this in, on a macro level, but the Mishabru over here is, 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 is getting into the macro of, of, of uh, Kriyatma. But, so, but, but what? Let's, let's skip to the bolden words. Says the Mishabru over here, we're talking about. The Mishnah is the, the Shulchan Aruch is talking about, do I have to have intention to fulfill that? I'm just doing it because Hashem said, when should I have that intention? Before I do the mitzvah. So according to the Shulchan Aruch, that is the obligation. And that's what is ma'akev, lichora, right? Um, and and for the, the obligation. The Mishnah Barah says, v'im lo kiven latet yedecho v'adoh mitzvah. He hasn't fulfilled his obligation from the Torah. Has to go back and do the mitzvah again. And if he's not sure if he had intention or not, and he has to go back. 
Ken katava primagadim. This is what the primagadim has said. Now this leaves us, or leaves me, uh, in a bit of a quandary because many times I'm doing mitzvot, I'm not concentrating that I'm doing mitzvot. I'm not, you know, I don't, before I do the mitzvah, think, okay, I'm doing this mitzvah because Akash Baruch Hu commanded me. According to what I've just seen in the Shulchan Aruch and the Mishnah Bura, I've got to go back and do the mitzvah. I haven't fulfilled my obligation. So Baruch Hashem, there is a Chaya Adam that saves us. And this is a Chaya Adam quoted, which I think is, is, is very, a, a very intuitive Chaya Adam. And he says like this, says the Mishnah Baruch, by the way, the Chaya Adam was the Posek of Europe, of Ashkenazi Jewry, up until the Mishnah Bura. Meaning, for like 200 years, people didn't, what did they learn? They didn't learn Shulchan Aruch. They learned Chaya Adam. Only after the Mishnah Bura was like printed, that's when people started learning Shulchan Aruch and Mishnah Bura. But for like 200 years, people were learning, 100 years, whatever, people were learning Chaya Adam. So he was like a major, major posseh. He says as follows. That which we have clarified, according to the Shulchan Aruch, which he paskins, if you didn't have intention, you have to repeat the mitzvah. That one could argue that the reason why I did the action was not for the sake of the mitzvah. You know, you're blowing a shofar and it's, it's, it's a good argument to say you're blowing it to learn how to, how to blow. Or you were just learning, uh, you were learning the Paisha and it happened to be Paisha Ba'etchanan and you started reading the paragraph of, of Shema. Okay, one could argue that if you didn't have intention explicitly, maybe you weren't, didn't have, uh, you weren't thinking about it. But a person went to shul this morning and he was read Kriyat Shema. Or on the first night of, of Leila Seder, you start eating matzah. And you didn't say, You didn't do all that. Even though you didn't explicitly say, uh, you're doing this because this is a Torah obligation. You still have fulfilled your obligation. It's intuitive that the reason why I'm saying Kriyachma when I'm in shul on a Wednesday morning is because I'm trying to fulfill a mitzvah. Meaning it's intuitive. And says Chaya Adam, as long as it's it's, it's, it's nikar, it's, it's, it's logical that that is the reason why we are doing the mitzvah, then we have fulfilled of our obligation. See, the, the Mishra Buddha says this uh, more explicitly. If it is clear from the context that I'm doing the mitzvah in order to fulfill the obligation, even if he didn't have any explicit uh, uh, um, intent, he still has fulfilled his obligation. But if it's not clear from the context, he hasn't fulfilled his obligation. 
as we see from the opinion of Tosfot. This is all but obviously we do need to have intention. Now, so just to summarize, we saw that there's a machloket in the Gemara whether mitzvot shechot kavana, whether we need to have intention to, to, to fulfill the mitzvah or not. What was that intention? We've defined intention as I'm doing this action because HaKadosh Baruch told me to do it, meaning I'm doing it as a mitzvah. Mitzvah means I'm commanded. According to Rabbah, as long as I do the action, I fulfilled my obligation. According to Rabbi Zaira, it's not good enough. I have to have I have to have in mind that I'm doing it for the sake because Akash Baruch told me. Now, although although Rabba was Batra, and they are Goinim and the Rashba who Paskin like like him, the Beit Yosef says that the Rif, the Rambam, the Rosh Paskin. Like Rabbi Zaira, the mitzvot, shrichot kavana, and that's halachalam And based on that, if your person didn't have intention, one would have to go back and repeat the mitzvah. Comes along the Chaya Adam, quoted by the Mishnah Brura, and says, that's all if it's not recognizable that what are you doing? Obviously, if you're in shul davening, your intention is to fulfill the mitzvah. If you're putting on tefillin, what other reason in the world would a person put on tefillin other than for the sake of, 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 of fulfilling the mitzvah? So if it's intuitive, if it is clear from the context that you're doing it to fulfill the mitzvah, even though you didn't have an explicit intention in mind, it's still good to go. Now, we, we need to ask a shayla, and that is, where do we know that a person needs to have intention? It seems that this obligation to have intention, which is passing by the Shulchan Aruch, seems to be Mina Torah. That because if it's not Mina Torah, so this is uh, for those of you who have this, uh, who have the actual physical safer, I suggest at the end of this, at the end of this um, shir, there is an excellent article by Rav Jeremy Kulak on Mitzvot Shrichot Kavana. The mechanics of it and the makar. Is it Dorite or is it Rabbana? So I'm not going to go into all the proofs that he brings. And there's a, a, a very important proof from a Gemara regarding Baltoisif sitting in a sukkah on the eighth day, where the Gemara says, since you don't have intention, so you can't be over on Baltoisif. That seems to imply that intention is actually Dorite. And then if, if, if intention is Dorite, where's makar? Where, do we, where is it written anywhere in the Shas that Kavana is Minatora? Where's it come from? So I just suggest, which he brings down in the, in the essay, that the Ramban, in his Hasagot on the Rambam, the, the Rambam says, that we are obligated to serve a Baruch with all our heart. The Rambam understands that Pasuk to be what? To be the mitzvah of tefillah. That we have to, we have a mitzvah from the Torah to, uh, to daven every day. The, uh, the Ramban, and I'll just, uh, I'll read it uh, outside. One second, let me just uh, find the source. I'll, I'll just read it to you, his words of young. The Ramban says, no, that Pasuk is teaching us something else. The main idea behind this 
verse full of door and serve him with all your heart. Mitzvat asay, it's a positive commandment. All of our service shall be to God, may be blessed. With all our heart, what does that mean? That we have the right intention and complete intention for his sake. And not that we should do the mitzvah. So many Achronim point to this Ramban as saying that this is the makar for the pinions that say mitzvot kavana, which is Paskan And it seems to be that it's actually even on a Doraita level. Where does it come from? It comes from this Pasuk. So there's a big Pumas the Achroinim have discussed whether we can, whether it's, whether whether that verse is is the source. There are other opinions, and and there's another there's another opinion that says that it's not from that verse at all. Rather, it's svara, it's logic dictates, and 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 it's not a passive. Logic can also be minatora. By the way, the Gemara says that if something is is logical, it can also be doraita doesn't have to be, that it needs to be a written verse in order for it to be from the Torah. Okay, end of that, just uh, parentheses. And now we can continue our shir. So now that we know that there's a chiyuv to have uh, a mitzvah of, uh, there's a chiyuv to have intention in order to fulfill the obligation. And we discussed very briefly, is that all right or is that the rabbanan? It could be that it's even the right. Huh? Now the question is, if we pass in mitzvot srichot kavana regarding mitzvot oraita, what about mitzvot rabbanan? And says the Mishnah Burah, Katava Magen Abraham, B'Shem Aradvaz, that this is only or specifically regarding a mitzvah from the Torah. But regarding rabbinical mitzvot, there is no need to have intention. All the brachot that are rabbinical, levan mi birkat amazon, to the exclusion of birkat amazon, he didn't have intention, it's not a problem, he has been yotzei b'diyevet. But then says the mission, but there are few places in the Shulchan Aruch Mashma, Shulcholek Hazay. Sounds like the Shulchan Aruch does not agree with the Magen Abraham. And this is also the opinion of the Vilna Gaal. That one should not make any distinction between a Doraita or Rabbanan, meaning that if we accept that mitzvot srichot kavana, that would apply equally to a mitzvah Doraita and a mitzvah Rabbanan. And if you didn't fulfill, if you didn't have intention, you would have to go back. Let me just say in parentheses that many. Um, argue with how the Mishnah Burah um, portrays the opinion of the other Magen Abraham. The Mishnah Burah of Iyad seems to portray the Magen Abraham as being Doraita, you need it, Rabbanan, you don't need it. We'll see he himself has a different understanding of the Magen Abraham uh, later on. So I'm just putting that out there that uh, at, at least from this Mishnah Burah, it sounds like according to Magen Abraham, he holds. 
On a mitzvah doraita, the oblig- there is an obligation to have intention. Mitzvah drabanan, there isn't an obligation to have intention. And the Shulchan Aruch and the Vilna Gaon seem to say, no, if you need to have intention, it's also for rabbinic mitzvahs. Look at the Yalkut Yosef. Now, obviously, if we're talking about the mitzvah of Kriyat Megillah, we're talking about the mitzvah of Deranan. And nevertheless, he says, you know, you have to make sure that everyone's having intention. We say that at least we need Kabbalah. Especially Mikra Megillah, which has an added element where it's not just um, a normal Dirabanan, it could be Midivrei Kabbalah, and which is more similar to Dibre Torah. Now, the Rav Abba Ben Sion Shaul, uh, uh, sorry, Rav Ben Sion Abba Shaul, he says as follows in his Shut Or Letzion Mitzvah Doraita Tzricha Kavana, Vimloki Ben Basiatam Leshem Mitzvah Tzrich Lachzor. So you need to have a, an obligation, there is an obligation, and if, but if you didn't have intention, you have to go back, but don't repeat the brocha. As we saw, between the Magir Avram and the Vilna Gaon. says we don't need Kavana. If you can repeat the mitzvah without a big bother, do it in order to fulfill the obligation according to the other opinions. So you can be Yotze, but obviously don't make a brocha. Now the Mishaburah says regarding a brocha, the Katava Magen Avram, the Magen Avram says, the Avsha Shukhan Aruch Pasaklal had the mitzvot shikhot kavana, although the Mishaburah, the Shukhan Aruch ruled that mitzvot need intention. And if you didn't have intention, you have to go back and repeat it. Nevertheless, you should not repeat the bracha. Because regarding the bracha, perhaps the opinion that says that you don't need kavana is correct, and therefore you've already fulfilled the obligation, and this might be a bracha lavatala. And then, and then he says, look at the Bir Alacha. Yeah, so let's look at what he says in the Bir Alacha. We're talking about mitzvah doraita. You didn't do it with the correct intention. The Magen Avram says, you don't repeat the brocha. And the other, and others. And the prima ganim is in doubt. When the when the ruled that you know we saw that there was a machloket between the riff on the one hand that says mitzvot shichot kavanai passing like Rabbi Zera and the Rashba on the other hand that says mitzvot ain't shichot kavanai because he passes like the like Rabbi. When the shulchanaruch decided like the riff, why did he decide like the riff? Also, prima gadim mitam vaday umishum sveika doraita lechumra. Is it because the Shulchan Aruch is ruling the halacha follows the rift because that's what the halacha is, or is it because I'm not sure who's right, the rift or the Rashba? So if it's a suffix doraita, we got to be machmir. 
What's the nachkemina? Nachkemina le'inyan derabbanan. Nachkemina will be regarding mitzvot that are only rabbinical. Meaning, we ask a question: Does this obligation also apply? Of kavana also apply to mitzvot derabbanan? Says the prima gadim, it depends how you understand the psak of the shulchan aruch. If the Shulchan Aruch paskened that mitzvot richot kavana, not because he was certain that that's the halacha, but because he was besafek, but because it's a safek doraita, you have to pass in the chumrah. Says the, the primagadim, in that case, mitzvot rabbanan, I'm going to say, safek lekula, and therefore I don't need kavana. However, if I understand then when the Shulchan Aruch paskened mitzvot shichot kavana, it's not out of a safek that he was paskening. But he held, the halacha follows the rib and the rambam and the rosh, that mitzvot shichot kavana. If that is the ruling of the Shulchan Aruch, then that would apply similarly to a mitzvot rabbanan. Right? So he says like this, and Tafpei Tet, Katav Nafkamina Gamkin Inyan Bracha. The Safik, this Nafkamina would also apply to a Bracha. Umashma Midibra Primagadim. So, how does the Primagadim rule? That what? Sherotzela Tzadet Gam Data Magen Abram Leze. Shelachain Svirle La Magen Abram, the Loyach Zorbi Yavarech Mitam Safik. You see, the Primagadim says, don't think that the Magen Abram ruled. That a mitzvah the rabbanan is there's no mitzvah, there's no obligation. The Magen Ram didn't say that. The Magen Ram said, at least according to the Prima Gadim, that that no, what the Magen Ram was saying is that really there's a machloket whether all mitzvot, mitzvot or right, and mitzvot the rabbanan need kavana. Some say yes, some say no. The Magen Ram paskin. So regarding a mitzvah or right, we're going to be machmir. And regarding a mitzvah the Rabbanan, we're going to be makel. But not that the Magen Avram was really saying that there's no obligation for a kavana when it's a Rabbanan. He's saying there's a machloket, whether you need kavana or not. And that machloket applies both to Doraita and to the Rabbanan, practically on a, a rabbinic mitzvah, we're going to be makel. That is the Prima Gadim's understanding of the Magen Avram. And not only is it the, the understanding of the Magen Avram, that's a prima gadim's understanding of the Shulchan Aruch. And therefore, the prima gadim will say to us, whenever it's a Durabanan, since it's a Safek, and that's why we don't need to go back because it's a Safek Durabanan le Kula. Now says the Mishnah Bureau, Aval, Bona Yein, he Magen He doesn't accept that opinion of the Magen Avraham. Ein Shumra Ayalazeh Shekamanatoli in Yan Brocha. Where do you see that that's what the, the Magen Abraham was saying? Because it's a brocha, we have to be choshesh. Then when the Shulchan Aruch ruled this din, that mitzvot, shichot, kavana, it's not out of a sapeh, but it's, it's, a, it's a definite, that this is the halacha. That when the Shulchan Aruch ruled this, he ruled this as an absolute, as not as a suffix. According to that logic, one could argue 
that even for mitzvah derabanan, if you are certain that you didn't have uh, that you didn't have intention, lichora, you should go back and repeat it. Obviously, not uh, Now let's let's see how the Yalkut Yosef paskins in this uh, regarding this. Avad Yosef says, after lechatchila tzarich lechaven gam bemitzvot yesh bemaisim. Although you should have intention with the mitzvah that has an action. If he didn't have intention um, to fulfill the mitzvah, he fulfills his obligation and he adds two words over here. Because in these cases, he still gets better. His stomach is full in the end of the day. Right? He heard a musical instrument, etc. And now add what we saw in the Chaya Adam, that basically if a person does something stun, but it's clear that he's doing it for the sake of the mitzvah, why else would a person eat matzah on Lelaset? But a person wants to be machmir, be machmir, no problem, but don't make a barakah. It's clear that if a person made a bracha, what is a bracha? You commanded us. So clearly, when a person says that, he's, at, he's saying explicitly, I'm doing it because, because I'm commanded. And then he fulfills his obligation according to everybody. Um, and, and, and he's saying this whole idea, you don't have to do it with, uh, with uh, you don't have to say it explicitly, you can even just think about it. Um, and this is basically one of the big machlokot between the, the Hasidim and the Misnagdim. The Hasidim started adding because that kind of channels your kavana. Um, the Misnagdim, the, uh, the Nod of Yehuda, wrote a scathing, scathing shuva uh, on this issue of L'Shem Yichud, and he felt that it was inappropriate. Sometimes it can be considered a hefsek. And he says, we don't need it. The bracha in and of itself is proving my intention. So what, what, you know, the bracha in and of itself is good enough. I don't need an extra l'shem yichud. So that's a machloket between the, the, the misnagdim and the chassidim. Uh, and each one goes according to their, 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 their minag. Um, but that's just, uh, um, that's really what it's all based on, is based on this idea that we need to have intention, right? And the question is how we show that we have intention, or how do we display it, how to remind ourselves to have intention, is the bracha good enough, or do I have to add something over and above this? Okay, um, just a, an important uh, note by Rabbi Victor Nebensal, the Talmud of Rabbi Shlomo Zaman Arbach, and he says that when you're talking about intention, Sometimes this, this can happen on Kiddush, right? Sometimes you, you're saying Kiddush and then someone walks in. So you didn't have him in mind when, when you started the Kiddush. At the end of the Kiddush, you want to you be Motsin, but you didn't have him in mind. 
So, so this kavana is critical. When do you have, you have to have the kavana? So says means I can finish the brocha and within Shalom Aleichem ready. If I think I'm, I'm going to be motzi him, you're good to go. It works even even after you've said the brocha. Okay. Finally, let's just uh, focus on the mitzvah of for, uh, for 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 women. Um, we actually didn't get to top. That probably will leave for next week. But says the Mishnah. The Mishnah tells us a woman is exempt from Kriyashma. Now, why a woman exempt from Kriyashma? Says the Shulchan Arachayim. Simanayim. Nashim Babani Pturim Mi Kriyashma. Why? Mipneshi. Mitzvata Seishaz Mangrama. It's a positive time bound mitzvah, meaning we have to do it in the morning when we wake up and we have to do it in the evening. So, since this is a time mitzvah, women are exempt. But since it's such a critical mitzvah, we should educate our wives and our daughters nevertheless to accept Omachot Shemayim. Says the Ramah, the crew lefachot pasuk rishon, and and they should at least recite the first the first verse. Now the Mishabura adds, Mashna mitaradin p'turin. It sounds like meikaradin. It's a positive time by our mitzvah, and therefore they are exempt. However, the Bach, the Bait Chadash, he paskins the Chayavin Midina, the Kabel Omachot Shamayim. Yeah, this obligation of the first pasuk of Kabbalat Omachot Shamayim, right? at least according to some, that's that's the the minimum. That is actually an obligation on them as well. Most don't don't agree with the Bach, uh, but nevertheless. Alichot Beitha brings down that the Minag is that women accept upon themselves to try and read Kriyachma every day, all three paragraphs. So that uh, is the end of that section. So we'll just summarize what we've seen today is that we started off by discussing what is Kriyachma Minat Torah Mid Rabbanan. And we saw that basically we have the opinion of Tosso that it's all the Rabbanan. We have the opinion of the Rashba, it's the first verse is Doraita, everything else is the Rabbanan. The opinion of Rashi, that it's the first paragraph is Doraita. And Rabbi Feinstein, that the first two paragraphs are Doraita. But everyone seems to agree, at least, that the third paragraph on a certain level is Doraita. It's just a question of whether it's, whether it's connected to the mitzvah of Yetziat Mitzrayim, or perhaps, according to the Rambam, it's part of the Qum of, of uh, Kriyatra. Now that we've said that there's a mitzvah Doraita, according to most opinions, to recite Kriyat Shema, what is that mitzvah? Again, we saw Machloket, whether it is the first verse, sorry, now that we see that there is an obligation to recite Kriyat Shema, the first verse, etc., we saw that we need to have Kavana. And this really depends, Lichora depends on the general Machloket of whether mitzvot Shichot Kavana. I be, it could be a, that, that we'll see that Kriyat Shema might be an exception to the rule. But at this stage of the game, we just want to see, well, let's look in general. Do mitzvot need uh, um, intention or not? 
So it's a machloket between a, a rabbi on the one hand that says mitzvot do not need intention. As long as you physically are aware that you're doing the action, that's good enough. If you're not physically aware that you're doing the action, that's called mitase. That, that's nothing, right? So you need to be aware that you're doing the action. But having intention that you're doing the action because a Baruch commanded you, that you don't need. According to rabbi, and you can still fulfill your obligation, Rabbi Zera argued, and we saw that on the one hand, the Rif, the Rambam, the Rosh, and the Bahag, all Paskin like Rabbi Zerah, their mitzvot shichot kamana, as opposed to um, the Rashba and the Goinim, who Paskin like Rabbi, their mitzvot enan shichot kamana. We saw that the Shukhanah of Paskin like the Rif, the Rosh, and the Rambam. And in parentheses, I'm just going to say, within the Shit of the Rambam, there is a big discussion how, whether, whether, the camp that the Beit Yosef put the Rambam into is the correct uh, is 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 correct or not? Okay, so there's a big pullness about the actual shit of the Rambam. But but barring that, the Beit Yosef says, okay, this is the halacha based on the Rif Rambam and Rosh mitzvot shrichot kavana. But there is a very and, and based on that says the Mishnah: if you didn't have kavana, you have to repeat the mitzvah. So, but we saw two very important halachot regarding this. Number one, the opinion of the Chaya Adam. Chai Adam says, as long as it, it, from the context, it is clear that you're doing it to fulfill the obligation, that in and of itself is good enough. Um, secondly, we saw that there might be a distinction between a mitzvah d'oraita and a mitzvah d'rabbanan. A mitzvah d'oraita, if you didn't have intention, you have to go back. A mitzvah d'rabbanan, if you didn't have intention, you have to, you don't have to go back. And here we, fall, we saw a machloket between the primagadim understanding of the Magen Avraham and the, uh, and, and, and call it the uh, uh, Mishra The Primagadim's understanding of the Magen Avraham and for that matter, the, his understanding of the Shulchan Aruch is that really it's a machloket in the Gemara, whether you need intention or not, applies both to Doraitas and to the Rabbanans. And comes along the Magen Avraham, well actually comes along the Shulchan Aruch and says, for mitzvot or right, since it's a suffix, I'm going to be machmir. For mitzvot or rabbanan, since it's a suffix, I'm going to be makel. That is the same logic that the primagadim wants to apply to the Magen Abraham. Others argue that that's not the shita of the Magen Abraham. The shita of the Magen Abraham is that not me, the Shulchan Aruch didn't paskin it out of suffix. The Shulchan Aruch paskin it of that mitzvot, shrikot, kamana, both for the right and for the rabbanan, not out of a suffix, but out of certainty. Um, okay, so those are the major issues that we saw in today's shir. Next week, Be'ezrat Hashem will finish up the mitzvah of Kriyachma, and uh, and then we'll be able to continue. So have a great week, and uh, Shabbat Shalom to everybody, um, and uh, see you next week. Shakwa. And, and you, thank you for your time. Thank you. Appreciate Bye. it. Bye. Bye.